day. To Burkhart! And that's a new D1 record for the Ospreys, 21 threes. Welcome back to the 11th installment of Talent Talk. At the start of the show, you heard Richard Miller on the call of the 21st three-point field goal made by the men's basketball team. That was Ryan Burkhart draining the three in Monday's 115-39 win against Trinity Baptist. That set a record. There were a number of records set in that game, and it was electric, surpassing the mark of 23-point field goals made against NJIT and Edward Waters in recent history. But going on in other action, before we get into today's interview, UNF men's basketball is 4-1 and off to its best start over its first five games of the season in the program's Division I days. Women's basketball is at Alabama A&M on Wednesday, and they'll be looking at a weekend in Orlando for the ASUN MAC Challenge. UNF also picked up wins against Warner and FIU. Also going down around the department last week was volleyball and men's and women's cross country. Volleyball clinched a spot in the ASUN Championship, finishing the regular season with a 3-2 win at UNA. Taryn Griffey in that match became the first player in the program's D1 days to notch 1,000 kills and 300 blocks. Juliana Askew leads the A-Sun in assists. Rocio Morrow in digs and Solomar Sestero, the sophomore, paces the league in kills, so some big numbers individually for the Ospreys. Rocio Morrow picked up her fourth A-Sun Freshman of the Week honor Monday and will have all the results from all-conference honors in another edition of Talent Talk. In men's and women's cross country, men's and women's cross country competed at the South Regionals in Tallahassee. Nathan Drubin had another day adding to his resume as a sophomore, finished 14th in the South Regionals, setting the school record for the 10K with a time of 30-39. The men finished 7th, defeating Florida with a tiebreaker as well, so well done there. In today's talk, we'll be sitting down with senior women's tennis player Lucia Montano, Montano and the Ospreys just finished up their fall season. We'll also look at her recent ITA ranking, the completion of the fall season, uh, new head coach leading the Ospreys, and just trying to make it four consecutive ASUN titles for the Bolivian and her teammates. So, Lucia, thanks again. I appreciate you being in the studio today. Um, you're a senior now. That's crazy. Um, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel like it just went by so fast. Like, I still feel like a freshman. So, I don't even know what I'm going to do after graduating. <laughs> well, it I mean, just went by so fast. You you got a busy couple weeks with classes and then obviously another semester of tennis and classes. So, there's a lot in between now and then. Um, how How's the journey been for you? Um, it's been a really amazing journey full of ups and downs. But I think it's been so worth it. I just feel like college athletics teaches me so much about my life and about myself and throughout this four years I learned so much about me and I feel like I grew so much as a person. Mm-hmm. So for everybody um, listening that don't know, um, Lucia is, is a senior now on the women's tennis team and she's from Bolivia so you, um, you were playing tennis growing up I'm assuming. Um, what was competition like in Bolivia? I would always be like the one winning or close to winning so I would think that here it would be the same but here um, our coach actually said it a few days ago like in a team it's usually the best ones from where we came from are here so we're all in the same place we all think the same of ourselves so the competition here it's like really competitive you know Um, 
so yeah that first year was probably challenging for that reason um what did you do to get through that freshman year and um stand where you are now I would always tell myself that freshman year would be the hardest um so I just uh went with it um grinded through it uh and waited for it to be done basically and then I was like okay sophomore year will be better and then I came back sophomore year and I was like telling myself it's gonna be better so I expected me to be like playing better and better physically but in the beginning of my sophomore year it wasn't like that and I really struggled in the beginning of my sophomore year to like get to the level of my teammates and I started working harder um, believing more in myself and it took me to that level mm -hmm. so you you came back from Bolivia um, as a sophomore and you you kind of had a a serious turn right there and you talked about talking to your parents and um, a conversation you had just go into that conversation and what kind of clicked at that point so I called my parents crying it was probably like two weeks into the semester and I was like I want to quit I'm done with tennis I hate it why am I doing this and I was expecting them to be like oh you're okay you're good don't worry but they were like okay do whatever you want if you don't want to play then don't play you're fine and I'm like wow like that clicked for I don't know why but I realized like at the end of the day it's just my decision and I don't lose anything trying so I was like okay I'm gonna actually like work for this and try harder and I did that and then I started competing better and I ended up loving tennis again so we'll circle back to that year because obviously that was you know another championship year for you and kind of a crazy tournament with all the weather and you know uh and, and everything but you're talking about senior year and your success right now after getting the ITA ranking and doing well this fall and you talked about toughness and you thought that that was the key that really clicked and allowed you to be better um and that kind of is toughness in itself sophomore year it was about being tough yeah um do you think that's your identity as a player and yes. a person yes um I like um to be on court and be a tough competitor I like that I can know that I can stay there more than my opponent. And I think that's a big part of my game and my identity in the court, just being tougher than the other one. So you've s you alluded to your mom doing some Ironmans. Um, any other adventurous people in your family that have ironed you out to who you are? No pun intended. <laughs> both my parents are really, really tough people. Like they're both really hardworking. They fight for what they want. So I just have like two really good examples in my life and they helped me so much. So would you ever consider doing that after tennis is done, going into that world and marathons and Ironmans? I actually would love it. Mm -hmm. I love the environment more than anything. That yeah. time I, I went and did the Ironman, it was in Brazil, and people were just so happy. Like, you would be competing, you would be swimming, running, whatever you were doing, and there would be people on the sidewalks cheering for you. Like, the Ironman itself, like, the people competing with you, they would all be cheering. The environment was amazing like kind of the environment when we play it was so nice so you get a little mix of competition but you get you know the vibe yeah, of the area exactly and the support of everyone yeah and i mean that's the competitor spirit you know and um watching you that that definitely comes out another thing that's had to come out is you being a leader on the team and and last year you definitely adopted part of that role and um 
you, you know, obviously Rafa was a big part as well, and you, you shouldered it with her and everybody else that allowed you to win another another title. Did you think that you would end up being, you know, viewed as that type of leader when you came here? Mm, no. I, I usually like to um, keep a low profile. I don't like to be the one leading, but I feel like this year, like us seniors, me and Gons have to like uh, step up obligatory, you know? <laughs> so it's not that I want to, it's that we need someone to step up. So it was like, okay, let's do it. And we've been both having a really good fall and I think we're assuming the role of a leader pretty well. Going off that really good fall, what what has clicked with your game? Um, I feel like now that I'm the oldest one, um, I like to feel that I can be consistent with my wins and I like to show to my team that I can be there for them consistently and that actually helps me become tougher on court. Um, I like to play for my team more than anything, I think, and that's why I've been having a successful fall because I don't do it for me. I do it for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the culture of the team is is probably changed over time and with new p- new people new faces and the unique thing is we're just talking you were you know recruited by coach cohen and then coached for three years by coach cobra um and now you have have Catherine as well how has that been to you know to adjust to that and to reframe i got i'm playing for this coach now mm-hmm. it's been wild because i when i was recruited i knew how coach audra was so I was kind of expecting my life to be that way with her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I came here with Coach Cobra and it would be totally different. We would do a lot of conditioning, a lot of uh, long drills, consistency, all that, which was I didn't expect it. Um, but once you got to know, you're probably yeah, not very surprising. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then once I got a hang with it, I started I started liking practices more. And then with Coach Catherine, it's more like um, technical and it has more strategy in it. So practices aren't as long, but they're more specific, which like have helped me get better in like small parts of my game that actually helped me a lot and helped me a lot to win those matches that I wouldn't have won before. How has your view of tennis changed with each coach? Um... Well, with Coach Cobra, she actually taught me a lot about grinding, being more competitive, and just staying there. I remember her saying once that in college tennis, we all play the same. It's just who wants it more. And I I think of that so much when I play. Like, the girl in front of me plays exactly the same as me. Like, she's not better. I can win if I want it more. And it has helped me so much to win those matches. And then... Coach Catherine is really good at giving me tips on court. She's really observant of the opponent. So she tells me like a specific thing of what to do. And that has helped me win a lot too. Mm -hmm. So you're you're always kind of looking to learn um, when, you know, you're around coaches and Mm -hmm. for yourself, is there, you know, anybody as a tennis player that you've played with or a professional one that you kind of, see yourself as Mm. or do you embody you know the mentality of somebody that you know I love Rafael Nadal's mentality I love watching him play I saw him play 
um, at the U.S. Open at the semifinals this year, and it he's he's so amazing. Like I love his presence on court. I love his attitude. How he fights for every point. He's lives incredible. for it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like I admire him so much. Such a good tennis player. Um, so you know, talking about your personality on you know seeing Rafa play, do you do you think that you you embody that on the court, or how do you feel? Because I mean, I you're you're soft spoken, but also you know you care intensely about playing. Yeah. Yeah. I try to. Um. So. Rafa is very physical, and I like to be physical when I play too. He's very energetic and active. And I try to do that sometimes, like before returning, for example, I jump a lot. Mm -hmm. I do like you do a little bunny hops. Yeah. And actually, my teammates laugh so much at me. <laughs> You're trying to get more on it, you know? Yeah, like, like they laugh so much at me because I, I get really intense on court sometimes. And But I think, I feel like it works for me. And I feel like it's a good body language to transmit to everyone, you know, like people are like wow look at this crazy person what is she doing <laughs> everybody's got their nuances right i mean yeah. to some people the grunts and you know yeah. whatever i mean rafa's got his own routine with you know yeah. touching his his hair and his nose yeah. and his shorts and everything too yes um but that's part of the uniqueness of it yeah. um so you just finished the fall and you know for most sports it's one semester mm -hmm. it's one season and you're playing a lot of matches. I mean, you're playing tournaments. You're on weekends. A lot of people don't realize that that exists in fall mm -hmm. and, and college tennis is that you've got the fall and the spring. Um, explain that to the person that's just used to, the, you know, like a football season or something. Yeah. So basically the fall, we play around four or five tournaments. And it's mostly to get matches in, to get back into the routine of playing matches to play against good opponents because we have regionals in the fall season mm -hmm. and it's a really good tournament. You get the chance to see good players and play against against them. And I think it's a good way for you to like see where you are at and where you can get better at for the spring. Like it's mostly like I remember my first fall tournament this fall. I didn't play well at all, but I got the chance to see what I was missing in my game to play better. So it's just a good way of identifying what you need for the spring. It's more like a preparation. Mm -hmm. And then the spring is the actual season where we play like every weekend. We play two matches every weekend. And then we have the conference tournament at the end of the spring. And then if we win the conference tournament, we get to play the NCAA first round which is our goal right now to get there. And you've got used to playing that. Yeah. yeah as well. It will be amazing. Be there one mm -hmm. more time. That's a, that's a special accomplishment. I mean, you can't win more than four, you know, unless you're going on that to play another sport with incredible. your eligibility. Yeah. Um, do you put, do you practice a lot in the summer? What, what do you focus on in the summer? Do you give your body a break? I give my body a break. Usually I stop playing tennis for like a month because the season is so long that my mind just needs to relax and forget about tennis for a little, but I never stop working out. I, I usually do a lot of CrossFit in the summer and it has helped me, helped me a lot get to get fitter. So you're in the CrossFit gang yeah. world? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I like every type of exercise. I also start doing calistenia, 
Do you know what that is? All right, calisthenics, are you saying? Or Probably. just like kind of body weight stuff? Yeah, body yeah. weight stuff. I did that a few times. That's big on too. the internet and YouTube yeah. and all those people yeah, doing those exactly. things. I wish I could do some of that stuff. It's but fun. <laughs> it's fun. So I like to stay active during the summer. And then I start playing probably like eight weeks before coming back. Okay. Yeah. So maybe half of the summer. What's the hardest part of your body to maintain as a tennis player? I mean, obviously, a lot of people get the wrist, um, mm-hmm. back, lower back, I'm guessing, shoulders. You mean, like, physical? Yeah, physically, what's the hardest to maintain? Usually, I get hurt the most in my shoulder. Mm-hmm. But that's because I've had it my whole life, and I think it's just my body is not... For whatever reason, you, for whatever reason, you get the shoulder. I mean, yeah. humans aren't really like, made for the overhead. I had shoulder problems since I was 14, so basically I just learned how to live with it. But there are ways to treat it, of course, so I do my best to treat it. And um, if it starts hurting, like I start taking my medicine or doing more treatment. Mm-hmm. How do you... Um, tennis is a demanding sport physically, uh, and a lot of people... Um, don't understand just how much you move in a match. Um, how do you maintain your condition during like the spring season? Mm, we keep doing conditioning during the spring. Uh, I don't know how it's going to be with Coach Catherine, but we used to do conditioning like two times per week, and it would be more mobility on court. It wouldn't be as, as tough as in the fall. as We wouldn't do as much running. It mm-hmm. would more be more footwork. Okay. And it has helped me. And also, uh, the more I play matches, I feel like the more used to playing tennis, my body gets, my mobility gets better if I play more matches. You're probably able to handle the stress yeah. more as the season yes. goes on. Yeah. Once you get into March. And yeah. And we also have, like, our our routines. Maybe before a match, we go and stretch in the weight room or something like that to keep our body healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are one of the like shining beacons for uh, the athletic department and really representing us and five titles in a row um is what's the culture of the team been like since you here been here is it like expect to win no Mm -hmm. um we don't expect to win and i think that's why we win because we always keep fighting for it um i don't like to have expectations myself because I feel like it just adds more pressure to me. So I just try to, like, compete my best in the moment, and then the results will come. Of mm. course, I have my goals, but I personally, to me, it works that I don't think of it too much or put much pressure. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing it mm-hmm. and keep playing. Why has UNF been able to be so special in tennis? I mean, and the men have had their success as well. I feel it's because we've been doing the right things. We've been practicing well. We've been competing well. And we, we've we been able to come together in the most important moments. And I think that's like what really makes a difference. These past three years, like we've got the opportunity to be more united by the end of the season. So it just reflects in the matches. Mm-hmm. Describe, you know, UNF as a as a as a school, and then in the location that it's in. Um, how has it grown on you during your time? I love UNF. Um, I I really love being here. I like the location, uh, the weather. Of course, it's amazing. Um, UNF is also close to 
my house like it's easy to get from jacksonville to bolivia so that's also one of the reasons i like being i was gonna go there next yeah yeah Yeah, it's easy like i'm just two flights away um plus um there are a lot of latin speakers here spanish speakers so i feel more at home and i've always been welcomed here by everyone so it's just like my second home and i mean the tennis program here has been very international yeah you know historically so i mean that bodes well for you was um was it an adjustment period getting here and and being here yes i had i had i took my time adjusting actually um i'm very shy in the beginning i'm usually very shy when i meet people so i don't talk much in the beginning but once i started getting used to being here how my teammates treated me my freshman year it was very special they would always be very open to me so i lost my shyness and started like uh, getting more getting closer to my team and other teams how was your family um viewing you coming to the united states to play was it a big deal for them yeah because i'm the first athlete in my family so they're so proud of me um in my family my parents went um outside of bolivia to school they went to school outside of bolivia too but they didn't weren't athletes so they in central america somewhere yeah yeah okay and so it's such a big deal for them for me to be here like playing the sport i love while studying yeah they love it when did that first become a reality for you how old were you i probably was like 15 16 years old Mm -hmm. because it started to become popular for people from bolivia to go to the u.s to study and play tennis so i started looking at my options and i saw that this could be a potential option and i just started working for it and eventually i got it and i came here were you hoping maybe florida maybe somewhere in the south closer closer to bolivia um i always liked florida always so florida was one of my my um number one option and yeah like basically i just looked into florida schools Mm -hmm. before coming here yeah was it hard to really break into tennis and get the kind of publicity that you needed in Bolivia? Because I don't, I mean, following the professional tour, at least, mm-hmm. it's not like you're seeing a lot of Bolivians playing. Yeah. Um, so there's like a junior ranking. So coaches mm-hmm. can look at your ranking and see your wins and your losses. Um, and also I went to a showcase in Miami and that's where Audra saw me play mm-hmm. and that's where she offered me the scholarship mm. yeah did you have any hesitation uh initially yeah mm-hmm. like i wanted to explore my options yeah and then i had a few other options but audra was like the most consistent one she showed a lot of interest on me so i was like yeah like i like her i want to come here mm-hmm. yeah and then um obviously cobra coach Carbo was your coach as a freshman yeah. um and and you played under her um and you got adjusted to that what was the coaching change like at that point for you how was that to handle and how different is it from this one so i struggled the most probably with the conditioning um but after that like practices were were long were intense but they weren't anything like out of the world so it, it was like hard to adapt but not that hard And then with Coach Catherine, the practices are very different day to day. 
so I don't get bored. Like there's something new to learn mm -hmm. every day. So I enjoy it a lot too. What a, what are you really trying to focus in on right now? Obviously you're trying to probably rest and do your studies in, in preparation for January, but um, what do you want to master this spring semester? Um, and maybe just your mental game again, you know? I just want to have fun on court, to be honest. Like, I don't like to think that much on bigger things. I like to go day by day and just play my best and give my best, compete and have fun. And that's been working for me. I really enjoy playing and playing with my team next to me. It's even more fun. Mm -hmm. I love the spring. There's so much energy. What do you guys have to do to, to have a good season? Um, I think we all have a really good level of tennis. It's just competing at that great level and um, believing in ourselves, um, trusting our practices, trusting that we are getting better and just enjoying. Yeah. So enjoy December as much as you can. Enjoy, you know, obviously get through the exams and the, the tests, but enjoy December. I know it's a little bit of a lull for a tennis player in college. Um, and then good luck this spring. Uh, I know we'll all be following closely, see how you guys do and how you do. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, Lucia, for being on. Um, listen next week as we'll have another feature interview on Talent Talk. And going ahead this week, men's basketball, women's basketball, swimming, and volleyball will all be on the road. The Ospreys go to Iowa tonight and head to Omaha to play Creighton Sunday. So a couple of big road contests there. Women's basketball, as mentioned, will play Marist and Ryder in Orlando. And swimming goes to the Liberty Invite in Lynchburg, three-day competition. Volleyball plays in the quarterfinals of the A-Sun Championship tonight against number three Liberty. First serve is set for 7.30 p.m. Thanks again for listening this week. We'll have a week hiatus with it being Thanksgiving, and then we'll get back into action as we near the end of the fall semester.